So this is uh, Ethan and Schwab again, and uh, we're going to go through the AFC and the divisions and who we have winning the division and why, and then the AFC wild cards as well. So we're going to start with the AFC North. We both have the same order for this one, right? Yeah. We have the Ravens, the Browns, the Steelers, and then the Bengals. Um, do you want to go first on why you have the Ravens winning it? I have the Ravens winning it. Most people have the Browns winning it because of their sheer talent. Or, this, or, the, or even the Steelers, some people. Obviously, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield um, acquired, uh, not recent, but this year, Kareem Hunt. Who will be there after week eight with his 18 yeah. suspension. Yeah. Um, obviously, their defense led by Miles Garrett. Are you talking about the Browns right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, they also have uh, Denzel Ward, a lockdown young corner, and then Greedy Williams, who's coming out of the draft this year. Yeah. Most people have the Browns at number one just because of their talent. I have the Ravens at number one because of their talent and also their chemistry and the coaching staff. The Ravens coaching staff is significantly better than the Browns coaching staff. That's been proven time after time, year after year. The Browns coaching staff has gotten better. Yeah, we have Freddie Kitchens going into his first year of head coach. Yeah. First full year of head coach. But the Ravens has the Ravens have always had one of the best coaching staffs in the entire NFL. Harbaugh and then whatever defensive coordinator we decided to get that year. Yeah. Uh my third Place team in the AFC North, Pittsburgh Steelers. James Conner is a good running back. He's no Le'Veon Bell. Ben Roethlisberger is only getting older. There's no Antonio Brown, which is probably a good thing. But Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, they have weapons. They have Juju, and they have James Washington, and then they got Vance McDonald at tight end. I think Vance McDonald is going to have a breakout year. But their defense is just um, young, young, nice little spot they have is Devin Bush from Michigan. Yeah. I think he's gonna be amazing. But and they also have T.J. Watt. But other than that, their defense is questionable. Yes, has little to no weapons on it. And uh, my fourth team, last in the division, Cincinnati Bengals. Absolute train wreck. The Charlotte Hornets of the NFL. The the Bengals have AJ Green. I'm a big AJ Green fan. So I don't I know he has a toe injury now. He's gonna miss at least two weeks. I think by week five he'll be there again. And he can single handedly keep them in games, but they're not doing anything in our division. He can single handedly keep them in games, but I mean he dropped three touchdowns on the Ravens last year if you remember the he week did. three. Uh AJ Green can keep them in games. But Andy Dalton does his best to bring them back (laughs) out. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I I would expect them to get a new quarterback in the upcoming draft. Yeah, they have have one of the worst defenses in the league. They have one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, The the reason why I had the Ravens is because uh, they went hardcore on the run run game last year. Another reason why I like the Seahawks. Um, I mean, Lamar fits their role perfectly. You have, we went, they went out and got... uh, Ingram went out, got Earl Thomas for the defense. So now you have a decent O line with some nice young pieces, <laughs> like Orlando Brown Jr. And you can have Ingram and Lamar in the same backfield. You also have Sneed, and we have a they have a boatload of wide receivers. You have Sneed, 
We signed Seth Roberts. I'm not a huge fan of Seth Roberts. I'm a, I don't really like Seth Roberts. But you have Hollywood Brown, who's a nice speed guy. He's going to be our playmaker. You have Boykin from Notre Dame, who's going to main job is going to be our third down, catch the ball kind of guy. Our tight ends, we have Andrews, who I think has the connection with Lamar. Lamar showed it last year against the Chargers. Yeah. That he is going to throw the ball to Andrews. You also have Hayden Hurst, who had a rough rookie season, I think mostly because of injury. I can see it being much better. And then you have our defense. Our defense is young. It's good. Now, we did lose some key pieces. We lost to Darius Smith. Uh, I'm not really worried about Suggs. Suggs is old. He didn't really have much of an impact for us last year. Eric Weddle, I thought it was a terrible safety. <laughs> uh, Earl Thomas, as long as he doesn't break his leg and he can stay healthy, he's... As he could be the top. He could be the best. As long as he doesn't break his leg and flip off our coaching staff, he'll, he'll be, be the be best. Fine. He'll be the best safety in the league. And I think if he stays healthy this whole year, he'll win comeback player of the year, I believe. And yeah, I just I think Marlon Humphrey, who had to switch to number forty four because Earl Thomas to twenty nine. I think Humphrey is gonna emerge as a star, and our secondary just like our secondary is where it's at. So that's why I have the Ravens winning. I have the Browns in second. Uh, I think Baker is an elite quarterback. The man, he showed us last year, we, we played him twice, that he he's ready to go. He's ready for the NFL. You're going to give him Odell. You're going to give him Landry. You're going to give him uh, Njoku. You have Hunt in like a few weeks. Or after eight week eight, you have Nick Chubb. I mean, there's just so many offensive weapons. Or there's so many offensive weapons that, and with that quarterback, like I think there is some drama there. There is some drama on that team, and it can go bad really quick. But I think when you have a quarterback that you know can make plays, you don't and have to that, worry about and it. And that is a great teammate who can hold everybody together. Yeah, and I, I just, I see Baker like, even though Baker's a little edgy sometimes too, I see him just taking care of business. And then like the Steelers, I kind of already said, uh, I think Juju would be a step down from Antonio Brown, even though everyone's high on Juju. Juju's only been covered by a, number, a tier one corner one time. So I think there will be a little regression with Juju. And then your James Washington has looked great in the preseason. But you're expecting him to be what Juju was last year. And most player, most teams don't have two caliber receivers like that. James Washington still has have to have time to make adjustments when he gets to actually playing games with NFL talent, not with preseason talent. So I think in, in order for them, and the, the, the Steelers have a great line. But they don't always utilize their run as much as they should. They're a pass-happy team. So I'm not sure if James Conner's going to get enough carries as he should be. I think it's going to be more Ben throwing the ball around, even if that's not the best for the team. That's why I have them in third and missing the playoffs. And fourth? Oh, well, the Bengals very whenever. <laughs> they have, uh, in my opinion, there's no one on the team except AJ Green. Uh, I guess Joe Mixon is a nice young spot, but other than that, um, Andy Dalton is bottom. He might be the worst quarterback in the league. Uh, worst starting quarterback in the league. Ryan Fitzpatrick has his bad days. Right, it's Ryan Fitzmagic, Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, but yeah. So the Bengals, yeah, I don't. I can see them having a top three pick. It's going to be them. The Dolphins, and I mean, who else am I going to see? Possibly the Cardinals again, or the Lions. Yeah. Those are my bottom four teams. So, 
The leader of the division for the AFC East is going to be the New England Patriots. Obviously, Tom Brady is going to be Tom Brady. He's going to do Tom Brady-type things. Julian Edelman, once he gets back from some minor injuries, he's going to be good to go. Their defense, while no notable names, always solid, always uh, helps out the team. Number two, got the Jets. Pretty much the same team that they had last year that was horrible, except they signed Le'Veon Bell and C.J. Mosley. So that's going to help them improve a little bit in the division. Still not going to be anywhere near the Patriots. And number three, the Bills. The Bills and the Dolphins are rebuilding their bad teams right now. They don't really have much talent. They're just looking for early round draft picks for the upcoming years. Yeah, I agree with everything Schwab said. Um, for the Patriots, I'm excited to see Sony Michelle come back for a second year. Uh, they just re-signed Demarius Thomas. Um, I think they're going to be hurting a little bit in the tight end department with the exit of Gronk, but who knows, he could maybe come back. Uh, my favorite player on the team is uh, Nikhil Harry. Uh, he just got injured, and we don't know how long he'll be out, so I'm definitely going to keep an eye out for that, but I think he has the potential to be next uh, next great wide receiver. Um on defense, they have Dante Hightower and the McCourty brothers. So their defense is always pretty good with Bill Belichick running the helm. Uh, second team is Jets. Uh, I'm excited for Mosley. I think Mosley will help Jamal Adams with the defense. I think they'll take steps to improve. Um, I don't think they'll make the playoffs, and I don't think they have a chance of beating the Patriots. Uh, Bobby Anderson is uh, a nice young piece I have for them. Uh, he's a wide receiver, and I'm, I'm excited to see what he does this season. Uh, the Jets brought in... Heinz Ward to uh to be their wide receiver coach, so I'm excited if he can get anything out of Bobby Anderson. Then we have the Bills. Um, they they uh, signed Cole Beasley and John Brown. Other than that, they haven't really done much, and I see Josh Allen once again having a mediocre season and them not doing much. For the Dolphins, uh, I think it's smart to start Fitzpatrick for Week One, even though he's not he's obviously not the future for them. They're just, their four first games are very hard. They have they play at home against the Ravens, at home against the Patriots. Then they go to Dallas, and then they play at home against the Chargers. Those are all four of those all four of those games. They will most definitely or most likely lose. So why would you put Rosen in there just to get beat up when their fifth and sixth games are fifth game is home against the Redskins and then at the Bills? Those are two winnable games where you'll see if Rosen really has what it takes, and if he doesn't. They can look forward to the next draft and hopefully get Tua. The next division we're going to talk about is the AFC South. I have the Houston Texans winning that division. Next, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars coming from fourth to second. I have the Indianapolis Colts without Andrew Luck coming in third. And I have the Tennessee Titans coming in fourth. Um, this might be the best overall division with talent. I think there's a lot of like okay teams in this division. Um, I think the Texans are better than all other teams because Deshaun Watson. Uh, I think their offense is elite. They have Deshaun Watson. Uh, they did lose Lamar Miller in the uh, preseason with the torn ACL. And Jadavion Clowney. And they traded Jadavion Clowney and their future first round picks. But that doesn't hurt the team right now other than the Clowney part. Uh, they have Duke Johnson who was in Cleveland and they kind of just got there's too many weapons in Cleveland so they traded them out. I think Duke Johnson's going to kill it with with Deshaun Watson in the in the pass game, the short pass game, and the run game. They have DeAndre Hopkins, who's he's the best, in my opinion, he's the best receiver in the league. Had zero drops last year. They're getting back Fuller, 
who is just a speed demon and who I, I like very much. And they also now have Kenny Stills. So I think they have all the offensive pieces. Now, defense-wise, if J.J. Watt goes down with an injury, their whole season might go to hell. But <laughs> other than that, they should be okay. The Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, I think last year, their their defense gave up on the team because their quarterback was Blake Bortles, and Blake Bortles can't throw a 25-yard pass. So now when they have Nick Foles, I think it gives them some more life. Hopefully, Leonard Fournette can keep his off-field shenanigans off the field and away from away from like just affecting his playing on Sunday. If he can do that, we'll get back to his would you say he was dominant status two years ago? Yeah. Alright, dominant status. They're gonna run the ball, full and throw the ball. They only really have DD Westbrook as a receiver. They got rid of Allen Robinson, so the receiving should be very interesting. Their defense over with Ramsey and Boye. They they're they've lost some of their linebackers along the way, but they should be okay. Third, I have the Colts. Even with um, Andrew Luck gone, <laughs> they still have Eric Ebron, who led the had who led TDs uh, tight ends and touchdowns last year. They have T. Y. Hilton, who's bottom of tier one, top of tier two receiver, and they have uh, Marlon Mack as a running back. I think he's great. They have Quinn Nelson on the O line. Their defense it's young. They have Darius Leonard. Rookie of the or defensive rookie of the year last year, so that team definitely has potential. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, obviously he's no Andrew Luck, but he has he has had good and good spots in his career. He's he was in the Patriots organization to start, which is probably the best place any rookie can start their NFL career. He's also been with the Colts. I think this is his fourth year now since so he's been there since 2015. They just paid the man. Not crazy money, but a uh, two-year, $30 million deal. So, obviously, they see a future with him. And this is his first chance to go out there and prove it. This is his team. And then the Titans, I had them coming in last. I don't think the Titans are a bad team. Um, last year, they uh, they didn't almost make the playoffs, but they were good. Uh, I think they have Marcus Mariota and Ryan Tannehill on the cube, on their, in their QB room this year. Uh, Marcus Mariota, this is kind of make-or-break year. Uh, I have not seen greatness from Marcus Mariota. I've seen more injury and sitting in the backseat. If he can do it, all the power to him. Uh, this is the year to do it. They have Derrick Henry as a running back. They have uh, Corey Davis, who isn't really anything special, but he's a good receiver. <sighs> Defense kind of struggles. And the my favorite player on the team is Delaney Walker, who's also coming back from an injury. He's a very old man, so we'll see if he can stay healthy. But that is why I have Marcus Mariota struggling and maybe even Tannehill coming in and then them getting last in their division. I have the Texans at the top of the division. I expect nothing less from them. The only challenge is obviously the Jacksonville Jaguars, who unless if they have this massive flop that they did last year, Texans are going to be the best team in the division and possibly one of the best teams, if not the best team in the entire conference. Um, Deshaun Watson is a, he's quickly establishing himself as a top five quarterback in the league. DeAndre Hopkins is without question the best wide receiver in the NFL. I used to think it was Julio Jones, but after last year, DeAndre Hopkins can do anything and then some. Um, their defense took a few hits 
uh, obviously losing to Devin County and Matthew that horrible, horrible trade to the Seahawks. Uh, leaves them with only J.J. Watt left, who is injury-prone, has suffered in and out of injuries uh, previous seasons. So as long as he stays healthy, I see the Texans taking the division title. Jaguars are at my number two spot. Nick Foles was a great signing, former Super Bowl MVP. My only issue with him is that much like Blake Bortles, he is very inconsistent. He Blake, either, Bortles, Blake Bortles never even consistent. Blake he either, he either throws five touchdown passes a game or he throws five interceptions a game. <laughs> and that's that's my one concern with Jacksonville. Other than that, as long as Leonard Fournette can stay out of trouble and stay healthy, uh, they have great receivers, mainly Alan Hearns. Um, their defense is arguably the best in the league. I would say they're right behind the Bears and the Ravens. Led by Jalen Ramsey, who is my favorite cornerback in the NFL. Next up, I have the Titans. Marcus Mariota has something to prove. This is his last year on his contract. He's looking for that extension. So you think getting third in the division is good enough for the extension? Better than getting fourth. Definitely better than getting fourth. But <laughs> but at the same time, we saw what happened to Jacksonville last year where they just they they collapsed and I think the Titans especially with Derrick Henry also having something to prove last year started off the season rough like most years in his career but towards the end especially with the Jacksonville few, game especially with a few of his games and the most notable being where he tore apart Jacksonville's defense single-handedly especially with that 99-yard touchdown run you called that game, too. You said put him in your fantasy lineups. Yeah. Derrick Henry has something to prove along with, Marcus, along with Marcus Mariota. So, I think that the Titans are going to barely edge out the Colts in the division. Which leads me to the Colts. I said earlier that it's much easier to find a great running back than it is to find an average QB. Jacoby Brissett is not an average QB. And he's not above average either. He's no replacement for Andrew Luck. He doesn't have the same chemistry with the rest of the team that Luck had. He's not going to be throwing the ball to TY as much as Andrew did. He's not going to be making as much plays. I think he's a little bit more mobile. He's definitely more mobile. And... That can also lead to more injuries, <laughs> which is exactly what ended Andrew Luck's career. I think that the team and the city doesn't believe in Jacoby Brissett, and I feel like that can hurt him just as much as anything else. They have every right to not believe in him. <laughs> he is, in the games that he has started in, it is abysmal to watch. He is. I think his record is five and six in the eleven games he started when Luck missed. He's been horrible. <laughs> he's been he's been well below average. So, so for the AFC West, at the top spot, I have the Chiefs. No surprise there. They recently signed Lashawn McCoy just to add more to their stacked offense. By far. 
the best offense in the NFL. Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, now LaShawn McCoy. Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins as well. He's a solid number two option. Um, their defense, like it has been in previous years, is always going to be a little bit shady. Um, they have two new additions that are good. Yeah. Frank Clark and Tyron Matthew. Yeah. But other than that, the Chiefs are Chiefs are my favorite to not only win the division, but as well win the conference. Make it to the Super Bowl. They're my Super Bowl favorites. Um, I think Pat Mahomes is going to... He's not going to put up the same numbers that he put up last year, but I think as a quarterback and as a player, he's going to progress a lot more in a sophomore year. I agree that he won't have the same stat-wise year, but he will, once again, be a top, if not the top player in the league of how he plays and how he wins his game, how, how he wins his team football games. Yeah. Uh, coming uh, in number two, got the Chargers. Phillip Rivers, he's old. Um, he's losing time to really make it to a Super Bowl or even make a deep playoff run. Yeah, he is. But he is always done bad in the playoffs. But I do think that the Chargers are going to have a great year, as always. They're not going to make it past the Chiefs. That that the Chiefs are miles ahead of them, especially with their recent additions. Um, but the Chargers are going to have an incredible year. I was really, really high on the Chargers. I was going to actually give them a chance to make a run for the division. But with Derwin James going out in the preseason and Melvin Gordon making it clear that he will not be there next year, there's just no way they win the division. Yeah. A little bit controversial. I have the Raiders ahead of the Broncos in the division. Even with all the Antonio Brown controversy, I do like Derek Carr as a quarterback, and I do think that he has the ability to work with receivers better than Joe Flacco does. Uh, Joe Flacco could barely work with average receivers in Baltimore, so I don't really see him working with below-average, no-name receivers in Denver. Uh, Denver really has two options. That's Von Miller and Philip Lindsay. Philip Lindsay put up great numbers last year. I think he's going to get even better this year, but you got to get more receivers to build around Joe Flacco. You got to get a quarterback for the future. And the Raiders... They have Drew Locke on the bench right now. Yeah. The Raiders have... I wouldn't say they have a better offense or defense. They're just better all around, though. So I have the Broncos in my third spot. Uh, I think Joe Flacco will have an okay year. Uh, I think he'll hold off Drew Locke. I think we saw what Drew Locke has in the preseason. We didn't see much from him. Uh, Joe has Phil Lindsay as his running back, obviously. And they have... Uh, yeah, they have Phil Lindsay, who was a Pro Bowler last year. He broke his wrist towards the end of the season, so he didn't get to play in the Pro Bowl. But I'm very, very high on Phil Lindsay. Undrafted from Colorado. Man's a beast. They also have Cortland Sutton, who will be in his second year. Uh, I love Cortland Sutton. I think he's in, he's a great young receiver. Um, I, I think he'll get even better this, this next coming up season. They often drafted Noah Fant, who is a fast tight end. And from Joe's time in Baltimore, we both know that Joe loves his tight ends. So I think Noah Fant, the rookie, will play a big part in their offense. Then, like Schwab said on defense, you have Von Miller, who I think is going to be on a mission to show that he's top tier with Khalil Mack after Khalil Mack clearly emerged as the best defensive player, right end, left end, uh, last season. The reason why I have the Raiders last is because, I mean, the defense is terrible. Antonio Brown has not been a part of the team and is looking at a suspension now. I do 
strongly believe in Derek Carr. I've loved Derek Carr since 2015 where he had his big heroic like MVP like season and he got injured and then they lost week 16, lost week 17, lost against the Texans in the first wild card game. And then since then, Amari Cooper's been gone, Crabtree's been gone, Max gone. So he doesn't really have a team. Uh, I'm excited to see Josh Jacobs. But other than that, um, if Gruden decided to move on from Carr, I hope he gets another chance somewhere else. And yeah, that's why I have him at the bottom. So my division winners for the AFC North, I have the Baltimore Ravens. For the AFC South, I have the Houston Texans. The AFC East, the New England Patriots. And the AFC West, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. My two wildcard choices are the Cleveland Browns and the Los Angeles Chargers. Overall, I think that out of all those teams, the Chiefs have the best shot of winning the Super Bowl. Pat Mahomes, I believe, is going to lead them all the way. Uh, my uh, AFC's, AFC playoff rankings would be AFC North, the Baltimore Ravens, AFC South, Houston Texans, AFC East, New England Patriots, AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs, and wild cards are also the Browns and the Chargers. Um, I think they just beat out the Steelers and the Jaguars. But the reason why I don't have the Jaguars is because I don't trust their offense enough with the new quarterback, Nick Foles. And the reason why I won't pick the Steelers is because of I don't trust their actual defense enough. I don't think Devin Bush and TJ Watt will be enough.